I believe some of you now in attendance have felt very much as I have for most of my life, alienated and invisible. Your minds simply do not compute this existence. You are perfectly capable of capitalizing on all the circumstantial mentality involved in your survival. But then, you fail to see any real objective barring death. So, why bother? You've never bought a Cabbage Patch doll because they are ugly. And you've never bought a pet rock. Well, I'm here to help you by saying, do not despair. You are not an alien. But you are being alienated, and that is a good thing. Something that should make you very jubilant. Believe me, there is no fun at all in being a member of a flock of sheep, much less one heading for the edge of a cliff. Enjoy your own authenticity. Make it real, and others will join you. There are millions of us, and we all feel as individual ingredients in this primordial soup of confusion. As with me, no matter how many people I see, there remains a silence in my soul for my brothers. If it is for the benefit of others, keep your authenticity and treasure it because it is for the future betterment of all. It is the way of the children of creation. And in the world of the blind, the sighted will always be looked upon as a fool. Believe me, sometimes even I feel as a blinded fool. Such is the contradictory aspect of this life. We aliens must stick together. We must remember who we are and our importance to this world. We must not let conspiracy and demonic plots continue to ruin our lives. We must regain our spirituality, our pride, and our commitment to a fulfilling life. With one Father, one understanding, and one voice, we will do it. Do not be too comfortable in the house of your greatest enemy. Are we so blind and distant from the truth? As we pray for our deliverance out of fear, so the enemy does not even lift his hand to destroy us or disassemble our structure of future success. We do it for him while giving thanks to his God. We, the Nubian race, need to speak with one voice. We need a common understanding and the only one beneficial is a return to our true understanding of creation, the real brotherhood of our existence. Our main problem is the numerous hypocrites among us. We know who they are too, mostly shouting about the return to Africa and working the land. We know them, the comedians who see every movement for betterment as a bandwagon for money-making objectives. We know them plagiarizing what they have heard without knowledge of the purpose and looking for recognition and wealth. Yes, we do know them. For those of you who listened to the last episode, you'll recall I stated that no person working for the Father would have an easy or successful life in this world. I've also said on many occasions, there is a war in the heavens where the earth rotates and the children of creation do battle with the devil. This is a recording the ideologies of a mother and ambassador of the Nubian people stripped of her position and gagged by those who should be listening and learning, those with the power to make the change, but crouching in fear from the demons, the sons and daughters of their god. This is the ex-AUN boy to the States, Dr. Arikana Chiambori Kwao. As we listen to her, 
I hope as Nubians we will understand more fully the severity of our situation in this world. See what happens to those who work for change and why no one bothers you in church. See how little support you can expect when trying to do the right thing for the brothers and sisters. There are demons and cowards amongst us and they must be unsupported. I'll leave you now with Dr. Arikana Chomboriquao. Please listen. It is important. Good evening, African diaspora. The more I begin to understand not only our Africa, but the more I begin to understand us as black people, why is it that we are the most disrespected people on earth, no matter where you find us? on this globe. They often wondered why these black people are so smart and so indestructible. Maybe it's because of that third eye. No, it is the melanin. That's what makes us special. That's what makes us the origin of humanity, which is our mother. Our motherland, Africa the continent with everything and anything the world needs. The continent that everybody is going to for their needs. But the continent that we, the children of Africa, are busy running away from. That keeps me up every night. The more I try to dig deeper in understanding as to why Africa is where Africa is today, I couldn't help but find myself repeatedly going back to the beginning to say, how did we end up where we are as Africans? How did we get here? Not only as black people, but as Africans. The colonizers started coming to Africa, starting with the Portuguese, followed with slavery. But by 1884, after they had been haphazardly going into our continent, looting from the Africans, pretty soon they started looting from each other the loot that they had looted from the Africans. <laughs> and before you know it, they were killing each other. And they were getting ready to have a war, a European war on the African soil. So Bismarck, the Chancellor of Germany at that time, called his sidekick Leopold, King Leopold of Belgium. said, listen, we got a problem. We're getting ready to kill each other and have a European war in Africa. Why don't we call all the colonizers? That was France, Germany, Italy, Spain, Portugal, Belgium, and of course, the mighty Britain. Let's all meet in Berlin, Germany, and strategize on how we can organize ourselves so we can effectively see to it that Africa and her children are forever defeated and dominated. They proceeded to chop up our Africa into tiny little countries that we know of today. Economies that are designed to see to it that they will never make it on their own.
And in the event those small economies do make it, they're easy to destabilize. Who, in their right mind, puts a country together like Gambia, Burundi, Togo, Djibouti, Lesotho, Swaziland, and many, if not all, African countries. Each one of them was given the same sovereignty as China, as India. If this world was to be a boxing game, you see, in boxing, they understand that heavyweights belong in the heavyweight boxing ring. Middleweights in the middleweights. Lightweights and wannabes in their rings. Wannabes are way out there. You don't take a wannabe boxer and throw them in the same ring with the heavyweight. But what's being done to our Africa, let's start negotiating. It's country against country. Countries, please stand up. Little Gambia stands up. And Gambia is supposed to negotiate with China. Lesotho is supposed to negotiate with India. Swaziland must jump in with the United States. Djibouti, you must go in. You see, the Europeans realize as individual European countries, they can make it. So they come together as the European Union. So they negotiate as a bloc. So yeah, Djibouti, you go in with EU. And when the African countries lose, the world stands back and says, oh, what's wrong with you, African countries? Why aren't you able to, uh, to manage your, your people? How can that be? What is the parity? African countries are wannabe boxers who are constantly being thrown into the heavyweight boxing ring and we are getting our rear ends kicked day in and day out. Fast forward, 2019, nothing has changed. The strategy that was put in place to see to it that Africa and her children are forever defeated and dominated remains alive and well. And yet in our minds we tend to think Berlin Conference is a thing of the past where my brothers and sisters Berlin Conference is alive and well. And allow me to take it home for you. Have you ever wondered why intra-Africa trade is sitting at 18%? I'll tell you why. We have 43 different currencies on the continent. It's difficult to trade with each other because of the currencies. It's easier for us to exchange with the US dollar, with the euro, than with each other. Why is that, Berlin Conference? 
easier for Mozambique to send Mozambican oil outside Mozambique to Europe and everywhere else just so Zimbabwe next door can buy it from across the oceans. It's easier for a company that's manufacturing the best ceramic tiles in Africa, in Egypt. That company sends its tiles to Italy only for the Africans to turn around and buy the same tiles 20, 30 times the cost. Why is it that we are not trading with each other? It's because starting in South Africa, there's a road that goes up until maybe two, three kilometers from the border with Botswana. And that same road picks up two, three kilometers into Botswana. And if only we could connect the two, but Berlin Conference said, no, you're different. You're another country. You can't look at it this way. If we were to connect all the existing power lines in Africa today, we would provide electricity to 30 million more people. And in the process, we would save $20 billion. But the reason we can't connect the power lines Thanks to Berlin Conference. We're different countries. We can cross that border. Why are our children crossing the Mediterranean in search of nothing? It's because little Gambia can only create so many jobs. And a young man in Gambia, Gambia which is surrounded by Senegal, cannot go to Senegal and look for a job. Thanks to the Berlin Conference. Question then becomes, if you look at all the issues we are dealing with today in Africa, one by one, every one of them relates back to the Berlin Conference and our inability to work together as one continent, one Africa, speaking with one voice. Thanks to Berlin Conference. So, you think there is no difference between the Aryan and the Nubian? You think because you live in a comfortable box in a country of plenty, and you go to church regularly, and you pray regularly, and no one bothers you that you are okay? This may seem so, but until you understand what the scriptures are telling you, until you understand that it is you, the Nubian, it represents, you will always be wondering who your real brother is. This passionate mother wishes to see her children on the right path, and they run her off the road into the wilderness. When you understand it, and you work to utilize it for the benefit of the race, you will live the life of an alien and become an outcast amongst them. As with our prophet Yeshua, crucified. I am Brother Joseph, the messenger. I will be back on the 2nd of December when we continue theories or faith. 
So until then, thank you for listening. Thank you and goodbye. Pressure.